It is day four of Daf Zayin. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Zayin and Madalaf about five lines up from the bottom of the page. Just a quick recap, we learned in our Mishnah that the first of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah, is a new year for kings and also for festivals. We then brought a price that listed three further things, possibly a fourth according to Yesh Omrim, that also have their Rosh Hashanah on the first of Nisan. And we're going through each of those things in turn. The third of those things was Trumas Shkolim, the separation of the Shkolim. In other words, we start using the new Machatzah Shekel offerings, donations, for Korbanos, from the first of Nissan, we switch from the old Machzah Shekel from last year to starting to use the new Machzah Shekel to purchase sacrifices. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Korbanos Tzibor Habayin Be'echad Ben-Nissan, communal offerings that are offered on the first of Nissan, Mitzvah Lavi Menachadosh. It's a mitzvah to bring them from funds of the new year. You've entered the first of Nissan, you should really bring them from funds of the new year. But if he brought them from funds of the old year, Okay, he's fulfilled his obligation. It's better. It's a mitzvah to do it from the new funds. But if he did it from the old funds, but he's missed the opportunity to perform the mitzvah in the optimal fashion. Even though they're valid, he's not been done in the optimal way. This was also taught in a price. Common offerings that are brought on the first of Nisan. It's a mitzvah to bring them from the funds of the new year. But if he brought them from the funds of the old year, he's fulfilled his obligation. But he's missed the opportunity to perform the mitzvah in the optimum fashion. Exactly the same as we've just said in Rabbi Huda Mashmuel. The price said the same thing. The price continues, however. Concerning offerings brought using funds of a private person who donated from his own money. Kasherin, they're valid, so long as he transfers them to the public for use. That the offerings brought using funds of a private person who donated from his own money are valid, so long as he transfers them to the public for temple use. So the Gemara says, Pshita, that's obvious. If someone has transferred the funds to the public for the public use, of course the offering should be valid. Why would you have to teach this? Why would you think they weren't valid? The Gemara answers, Because you might thought, have thought that the person won't transfer ownership of them to the community properly. He might not transfer them wholeheartedly to the community because he prefers that the offerings come from his own property. And that would cause any of the offerings brought with those funds that were his to be invalid. Kamash Malan comes along the bride to teach us we're not concerned for that possibility. When a person says, I've given it over to communal funds, he does so with a whole heart. It's now belongs to communal funds and you can bring a carbon for from that money. So the Gemara says, Vatana Didan, what about the author of our Mishnah? Why did the author of our Mishnah not include this case of the Shkalim being the new year from the first of Nisan in the Mishnah? He listed all the things that were new year on the first of Nisan. Why not include this? Vatana Didan, why did he exclude this? It's because of what we just learnt. Since the Brisa says that if he brought them from funds of the old year, he's fulfilled his obligation, so the Tana couldn't state it unequivocally as an absolute rule that the first of Nitzan is a new year for Shkolim, because that would imply that he invalidates the old Shkolim, which is not true. But the Eved one can use the old Shkolim, and therefore he chose to omit this law entirely. The Brisa concluded with the fourth case, V'yesh Omrim, that some say... Also for the rental of houses, the new year is on the 1st of Nisan. In other words, what does that mean? If someone says, I'm renting you this house for this year, then the rental agreement expires on the 1st of Nisan. That's what we explained when we learned the Brisa. Let's look now further elaboration in the following Brisa. If someone rents a house to his friend for a year, for a year, 
Then you should count 12 months from day to day, in other words, from today, 12 months into the future, and the lease expires exactly 12 months later, because he said, I'm renting it to you for a year. But if he said the period of the lease was for this year, for this year, then then even if someone, if the person, the tenant, only went in there on the 1st of Adar, in other words, a month before the 1st of Nisan, the lease was signed, on the first day of Adar, nonetheless, once the 1st of Nisan arrives, also a year has been completed and the lease expires. In other words, when a person says, for this year, that is assumed to be the 1st of Nisan, and even if the person only started renting the property a month before, we understand it's assumed that the lease agreement expires on the first day of Nisan. And the Gemara wants to know, why did the price give an example of the lease agreement being one month old, from the first of Adar to the first of Nisan? Why not just say, hey, even if you sign the lease agreement two days before the first of Nisan, it expires on the first of Nisan. The Gemara says, even according to the opinion that says that one day of a year is considered to be like an entire year, we came across that opinion on Daf base. There is an opinion that says one day in a year is considered to be an entire year. Nonetheless, that would not be true in this case. If a person rented a property a day or two before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and he rented it on the condition it was to be rented for this year, it would not be true that the lease agreement expired on the 1st of Nisan. Because Shani Hachad, it's different here. A person would not bother, go to the Tirch or the difficulty and the challenges and the bother of renting a house unless he was going to be able to rent it for at least 30 days. People don't rent a house for less than 30 days. And therefore it's only if a person rented it for a month or more and he was told you're renting it for this year. So then when the 1st of Nisan comes, it's assumed that the rental agreement's over. But if the rental agreement started after the first of Adar and the second of Adar and onwards, so the rental is going to be less than a month, so then the lease agreement is not assumed to be completed, to be terminated on the first day of Nisan. The Gemara says, Tishrei. Okay, I understand that there should be a month in the year where a rental agreement expires if a person says you're going to rent it for this year, that it expires on that date. But why the first of Nisan? Why not the first of Tishrei? So the Gemara answers, Because generally when a person rents a house for this year, and he does so close to Tishrei, he intends to rent it for the entire rainy season. A person rents a house around Elul time, and it's going to be Tishrei soon. We shouldn't say that the rental agreement terminates on the first of Tishrei, because we assume that the person wanted to rent it for the rainy season. In Eretz Israel, the rainy season begins sort of Cheshvan time, shortly after Tishrei, and therefore we assume the person rented it at that time to rent it for the winter season until Nisan. So the Gemara says, okay, we understand why the first of Nisan is the beginning of the new year for rental agreements, as we've explained. Why was that only a Yesh Omrim in the Brysa? Only some say. Why didn't the first author of the Brysa agree with that? And out the author of our Mishnah also, why did he not list it as one of the things that is the new year on the 1st of Nisan? Vatana Kama the Brysa, Vatana Didan, the first author of the Brysa and also the author of our Mishnah, why did they not include this as one of the things that is the new year on the 1st of Nisan? So the Gemara answers, Because in Nisan as well, clouds are common. And therefore, in the opinion of the author of our Mishnah and the first author of the Brysa, a lease that began on the first of Adar actually will not expire in Nisan. Because Nisan is still considered to be part of the winter season. And therefore a person who rents a property on the first of Adar intends to keep his leased house through that part of the year as well. And therefore according to this view, the Mepharshim explained, 
The new year with respect to the renting of houses is in Tishrei. So if a person rents a house in Adar for this year, and they say it's going to be for this year, the lease extends until Tishrei, the beginning of the next calendar year. And that is why the author, the first author of the Brisa and the author of our Mishnah did not include this, because they hold that actually it's not the first of Nissan as the new year for rental agreements. It's not. If a person rents a house at the beginning of Adar, the rental for, for, for this year, it's assumed to extend until the beginning of Tishrei. We're going to hold here for today. I wish you all a very good day.